Hey everyone, today Angela and I are going to dive into three signs your business is over the hustle phase. We know that we all find ourselves in that spot where it sort of feels like our business is changing and we want to go over three specific signs you can look for that you're you're out of that growth phase. You're ready to move on and it's super exciting. Balancing building a successful business and being a superstar mom is hard. And yet, in today's digital world, it's more common than ever. The question becomes, how do we successfully grow a business and children at the same time? Join us for a candid conversation as we share our insights into marketing and motherhood. I'm Angela Reeder. And I'm Jessie Valle. Welcome to the Marketing Moms Podcast. All right. So Angela and I have both kind of reached this spot in our business where we feel like that initial growth phase is over and we're ready to move on in our business. Things start to be changing. Our habits are changing. Our routines are changing. How we think about our business is changing. And we kind of wanted to go over some of those signs that it's like, wait, yeah, our our startup initial growth phase business has changed. Yeah. And we've both kind of discussed it and we've heard from other moms with businesses like, I don't know, like my business just feels weird. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a <laughs> weird place in my business, right? Like, I feel like it's just kind of like, I don't know, it doesn't fit right anymore. And I think that's kind of, you know, you get that first little inkling that like, maybe I'm done with this hustle phase. Mm-hmm. Or you may just kind of be at a point where you're like, you know what, I just really am realizing I don't have to work 14 hour days. Yeah, <laughs> I can really spend time with my kids. Like, so I think, I think it's a good thing to discuss because it's easy to kind of feel like there's something off, but not really be able to pinpoint what it is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's tough to make this realization when it feels like a lot of the information out there is for startups Mm -hmm. and it is for people to just go, 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 push, 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 hustle, 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 work those 14, 15, 16 hour days, barely sleep, but also be an amazing mom. Right. <laughs> Don't forget to make the cookies from scratch for school. <laughs> and it it's hard to realize you're entering a phase where, wait a minute, this is kind of against what the information out there is about or what people say you should be doing. And, and it almost feels wrong somehow to want something different. Mm-hmm. And I feel like one of the big signs, and this is not on our list, is that you start to resent some of the pieces of the the quote unquote hustle that you would you used to do. And you start to resent it a little bit because you realize, I think internally, that it's not doing what it used to for your business. And so you resent Mm -hmm. doing it because you kind of know internally you don't need to be doing it anymore. Right. Yeah. It's not getting the result you wanted. And I do think when you start to get into that phase, and like you said, so much of our marketing culture, especially with online businesses, is hustle and grow and do this. And you see where 
you know, with service-based businesses, especially, especially you get to where you're like, you know what, I'm kind of, I've got clients. I feel like I'm doing okay. But then the, the next messaging that comes at you is, well, add passive income, add courses, add digital products, add this, which if you're ready to do that and want to do that, cool. But if you're just in a place where you're like, I'm kind of happy where I'm at, it feels really weird to have all of that marketing coming at you saying, well, you can't just stop now. (laughs) I kind of also feel like it's because there are so many people who try to start businesses and never really get it off the ground. So the majority Mm -hmm. of the businesses are in the first year or two phase of extreme growth. And very few businesses actually push past and make it to where Angela and I are, which are not rapid growth, more of maintaining, right. more of slow growth and optimization. And so that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today is signs your business is over that initial hustle phase and entering something new. Yeah. And also congratulations if that's you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, We know you worked very hard to get there. (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) The first sign is that your sales and revenue growth kind of stabilizes and it becomes more predictable. So as service providers, for us, it was we had a stable client base. Mm -hmm. We knew about how much money we have coming in each month. It was predictable. It felt stable. And we weren't on the feast or famine cycle per month anymore. Yeah. That was a weird phase for me to suddenly realize that I could like, oh, no, I know how much I'm going to make next month. Like, (laughs) Yeah. And getting out of that feast and famine cycle was really a weird place. Yeah. And I know it's also difficult uh, sometimes for coaches because mm-hmm. they have these packages of, you know, coaching sessions or whatever. And sometimes people want to pay in bulk and full, but sometimes right. it's better to have them do the payment plans monthly, yeah. monthly because then, you know, there's money coming in each month and it's not yeah. a lot now and then nothing. And, you know, that roller coaster mm, yep. that so many of us go through, especially in the beginning of months of crazy income and then months of peanuts. Yeah. Another thing is that your internal focus for your business kind of shifts from that rapid expansion to actually optimizing and streamlining operations. In the beginning, systems and processes are not top of mind. They would be nice, but let's be honest, you're just like, jumping from task to task, doing the best you can, working all those crazy hours. And when you find yourself start to be like, okay, I've got the income coming in. It's stabilized. I don't have to go out and do all those things to find more clients and get more sales and do those things. I can actually have the capacity to look inward in the business and say, oh, I could actually streamline this process. I could make this better. I could actually write some SOPs and hire a VA to come in and help me. Like those are signs that your business is in a really good place. Yes. You know, it's funny. A while back, I was in just an amazing mastermind 
But one of the things we would do is every month we'd get together and do like a little monthly planning session. And for so many of us, every single month for the whole year that I was in this, we would have some sort of operation. It was usually over and over again, like client onboarding or client offboarding or mm-hmm. <laughs> organizing our invoices. And we kept putting it off like every month it would just show up again and again and again. And looking back, I realized it was because we were all moving out of that hustle phase and into a more stable phase, but it felt scary mm-hmm. to like take time away from cultivating clients and getting more income to like focus on those things that we knew would help our business in the long run. We knew would help improve our income in the long run, but it felt scary to shift our focus to something a little more internal in our business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that kind of leads into sign number three, which is a greater emphasis on maintaining your existing customer relationships rather than just acquiring new ones. So when you get to that point where you want to nurture and pay attention to and really grow the relationships with the clients and customers you already have to maintain them, that's a different focus than just bring in new people, bring in new people, bring in new people. And that's another great sign that your business is kind of over that hustle phase and it's now in that maintenance. (laughs) Like, what can I do? to make sure these people stay here and become long-term clients and and have these long-term relationships where maybe it is the whole, they're going to refer me to other people. Like that kind of network to me is still in this phase because it's something that you've worked towards in the past and then you're reaping the benefits of it now. Right. And as scary as it is to move out of that focus on growth to focus on stabilizing and maybe a slow growth phase in your business. When you really think about it, that's what we've been working toward. That's mm-hmm. what the the growth phase of your business was for. It was for the point where you have a steady income, you know about how many hours you're going to need to work, you kind of have an idea of what kind of work you're going to be doing, you can start planning around your work hours for things like doctor's appointments and kids' plays and really take that time back to focus on your family, your kids, time for yourself, all of those things that you kept thinking, oh, one of these days I'm gonna. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's here. It's okay to enjoy it. I think one of the first things that I did when my business hit this point was not get up at 5 a.m. anymore. Yes. And I remember when you did that. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember because I felt so guilty, but there be, there came a day where I was like, I would rather sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need, I would love to catch up on my sleep and wake up later because I don't have to wake up at 5 a.m. anymore. Yes. <laughs> and I remember telling Angela that I didn't think I was going to wake up with her anymore at that time. And I felt so guilty um, <laughs> because, because I didn't know how much she relied on me or where she was at in her business. But I think I started by like just cutting down to a couple days a week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think we slowly phased it out. <laughs> yeah, we slowly phased it out. It wasn't just like one day I'm done. It was... Yeah, like, you know, I don't think I need to do this every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, for those and then of we you met that, later for a while. Yeah. 
and and for those of you that don't know our history, Angela and I started years ago in a, a group where we would wake up every day at 5 a.m. for me, 6 a.m. for Angela, every single day to kind of kickstart our day together, accountability, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I finally, and it was a couple years, maybe even three yeah. years that we did that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was three or four anyway. Yeah. And I, I just remember hitting that point where I was like, I don't think I need to do this anymore. <laughs> it was very helpful in the beginning. Yeah. But it was really nice to exit that phase where I needed to wake up that early every single day just to get things done. Yeah. I think for me, it was when my youngest finally went to school. I had spent the first several years of my business just fantasizing about all this time I was going to have to work on my business <laughs> once all of my kids were in school. It was, was going like to be amazing. Carrot dangling in front yes, of you just, and just, just kept going. I just have to get there. But then I got there and I realized my business wasn't ready for that. Like I had not prepared for the slow growth maintain phase of my business. And I I felt weird making that shift because it was like, now I'm here. I have all this time to focus on my business. And it's like, but the whole point was (laughs) to get into where you could fit your business into the school day. (laughs) Right. Because inevitably you think you have all this time during the Uh school day, but it's not as much time as you think. Not as much time as you think it is. I remember another point that I came to to this point in my business. I actually hopped on a phone call with another um, – I, I don't even know what you call them. To me, you guys are almost like coworkers, even though we're all working yeah. on our own business. You know? <laughs> another mom entrepreneur, another marketing mom. I hopped on the phone with her because we had started our businesses at like the same time. We had joined the same program. We had been through the same trainings. We had the same drive and desire because that's the other thing is all the people who joined the program when I initially started, only a few of the, you know, people that had joined actually had that drive and desire to push forward. Kind of like we were talking earlier. So many businesses start and then they quit. We had the same drive and desire to keep going, to grow our businesses, to get to a level where we could maintain. And I remember us hopping on a phone call and being like, is this okay? <laughs> I, I, I know that we're still getting the messaging from our mentor at the time. Right. We're still getting the messaging that we, we, we're supposed to want more. Right. We're supposed to want to keep pushing. If you hit ten, uh, five figures, go for six go figures. For six. If you hit six, <laughs> go for seven. And I'm just like, I don't need to make a million dollars in my business to accomplish my initial goal. <laughs> right. <laughs> and know? I don't want to do the things that I would have to do to get there. Exactly. And I have seen people who are at that level of business and I see the level of commitment to the business and how they're home lives. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't want to use the word suffer, but (laughs) (laughs) they suffer. Yeah. And, and that's not what I had wanted for myself. And all I was hearing was you, you are supposed to want this. 
And to me, it also meant a shift in who your mentors are. Yeah. You reach a point where maybe the room you were originally in with the group of people you were originally with isn't the group that you need to currently be in now. And mm-hmm. it's okay to shift into a different place because your business is in a different place. And maybe that person in that group is focused on the growth and startup phase and you're beyond right. that. And it's okay to move into a new room and find new mentors and new colleagues. Yeah. It's hard to let yourself find new mentors, new people to follow, new voices to listen to, especially when you're moving out of that growth phase, because you almost feel like those first people were your lifeline. They were the ones that told you all the things that got you to where you are now. And so not listening anymore is terrifying. Yeah. It's like when you're a kid and you're leaving for college. Like, what am I Mm going to do when mom's not there to cook my food? Yeah. (laughs) Or do my laundry (laughs) or all these things. Like, hopefully she has prepared you. Yes. To do those things on your own. And it was kind of the same thing hopefully your initial mentors and and colleagues and group prepared you for this flying the nest phase. Yes. (laughs) So I would say that when you reach that point where you feel like what you used to do in your business doesn't feel quite as necessary or urgent as it used to, that's when you might be ready to enter a new phase of slower growth and stability where you can kind of shift your focus in your business and hopefully also in your personal life. Because what it meant for me Mm -hmm. was working less hours to sleep more (laughs) and have more (laughs) flexibility uh, doing family activities. Even if it's not working as many hours in the evening after the kids went to bed, that was a huge boost in the relationship for me and my husband to finally be able to do things together again in the evenings, whereas it used to be kids are in bed, I'm back at the computer. Yeah, I remember that. That was hard. So we encourage you to analyze your business and know that it's okay if you decide that you're entering a new phase. And that's kind of the phase that Angela and I want to start focusing on here on the podcast. We kind of mentioned this um, previously in in our episodes, like the last episode of the year. We're ready to focus on not necessarily that group of startups. Like, we're still here for you. If you want advice, hit us up. We'd still love to help you. Yeah, we'd still love to help you chat about it. But we also want to chat about what it's like to have the second phase in your business where you're ready for the slow growth and the stability. And that's kind of where we want to talk about because we know that there's less people who reach that point in their business. So there's less conversations about this. But Angela and I are ready to have those conversations because that's where we are as well. So we hope the best for you and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. We're so honored this is where you chose to spend your time. If this episode helped you in some way, please share it with another mom who needs to hear it. We're in this together. And if you're ready for next steps, free goodies, and more, head over to marketingmomspodcast.com. We'll see you next week.